Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. We've got uh, former ICE director, acting ICE director, Tom Homan, who gets real about what's happening on the border. Make sure you stick around for that. He just gets to the truth, exactly what this administration is doing. The administration claims that it's trying to secure the border, but those those darn Republicans won't let him. Well, we talked to Homan about that, and he doesn't pull any punches. We've got campus reform in the program as well. Plus, Joe Biden, Joe Biden sat down and did an interview, I think with CBS. And in this interview... You can tell that whatever upper he was on for the State of Union is completely gone now. He can barely get through a sentence, and when he does say stuff, it doesn't make any sense. We'll have a lot of sound bites, carry a lot of sound bites from that one. Not eighteen okay. like yesterday. Oh, good, good. We'll have a lot of sound bites on that one. Um, great to have you here. The Joe Pag Show coming your way in a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh huh. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing? I'm feeling all right. Nice. Polo in the house. Seems I got to have Sam as well. Change the scene. Every night I have Strangers dream. Thursday, almost Friday, almost the weekend. It could have been. It's Friday for a couple of people on staff today. Whatever. So it seems Sam and I will just have fun tomorrow by ourselves, right, Sam? Stop to scream. Absolute. Let's turn it up. Let's sing along. Feeling all right. Took the key. Feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. Who's singing with me? Who's got it? Carrie, you good? Yes, sir. Feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. Oh, man. It sounded good today. Way to go, Paxi. Bop, bop. What? What do you make of the face? Why are you face? Um, because I think you know why. Well, let's do the second verse and you sing it. Let's do the second chorus and you sing it. Here we go. I'm not going to sing. Take it, chocolate. You should not. Either. You sing no? I say no, sing away tomorrow. Do two or three parodies no, tomorrow. I'm going to sing, sing almost every, every single uh, <laughs> segment of this show today. Oh. I will certainly be singing. That's exactly what we're going to be doing. All right. Uh, glad to have everybody here. Yeah. Uh, I guess Biden said, I think it was CBS. I got to be honest with you. I don't know who some of these people are anymore. And I used to watch the news all the time. I just, I'm not really sure who all these people are anymore. And maybe I should know this lady. I don't, I don't know who she is. Did you see any of this where Biden sat down and was answering questions about the, I, I saw a little the documents bit of and all this? I saw a little bit. I don't know, man. I'm here to tell you that um, the guy's dirty and he's dirty. So now you're, you're saying that he is weighing some sort of action with China. And we'll get into that story in a little while, but mm-hmm. I don't believe that to be the case. That is not going to happen. That is such bunk. It just doesn't make any sense. And by the way, the House, as we wanted, because we voted this way, they're now calling people on the carpet who are lobbyists for like Pfizer and what is their connection with the government. Lobbyists for um, big tech and how they had this ridiculous relationship with the government. A lot of this is coming out. And I'm glad. I hope that I don't watch the network news anymore, but I'm guessing they probably aren't doing much with this. But they need to cover this. They need to cover it correctly. Because this is very, very important to the American people. Exactly what sort of collusion the government that's supposed to be working for us is doing with these organizations like Big Tech, like Big Pharma. And by the way, before I I dive in both feet with uh, the the Biden soundbites, and I'm going to, 
I got to bring this up. For some reason, Project Veritas is having an issue with James O'Keefe. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if you, have you heard anything about this today, Carrie? I, I saw a couple of headlines on it. So James O'Keefe is the founder and the face, the chief image of Project Veritas. I guess they've got a board of directors that has decided to put him on a leave while they decide what his future is with Project Veritas. Now, I don't know the inner workings of it. I've never met James face-to-face. Uh, he was actually at Mar-a-Lago, but I didn't get a chance to say hello to him when I, when I saw 2,000 Mules. But he's been on this show many, many times over the years. And he does incredible journalism. You can go as far back as, um, oh, what was that called? Acorn. It was the, the stupid organization that allegedly was helping people in lower-income situations find housing. He goes in pretending he's a pimp with an underaged um, hooker that he brought here from some foreign country. And the Acorn people are like, yeah, yeah, we'll help you get out. Don't worry about it. We'll help you. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Um, and, and completely shut that organization down. Now, they still are around. They just called something different. But he's been doing exposés on people at big tech when, way before Elon Musk even bought the place. He's been doing exposés. The most recent one with Pfizer was amazing. So whether you like it or not, and I don't know the inner workings of Project Veritas and why he doesn't have complete control as the founder and the owner, but um, if you're somebody who's an observer of their work, James O'Keefe is the face of Project Veritas. I can't imagine the organization, organization continuing without James O'Keefe. To that end, somebody from Project Veritas today did try to put a microphone in Albert Borla's face, the CEO of Pfizer. Now that we know all this stuff about the Pfizer you know, director of research and whatever, this guy, uh, Jordan Walker. You see any of that video, Carrie? No, I did not. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show because it's kind of boring. Other than to say there's some security guy there with Borla who keeps pushing the woman's arm away when she puts her microphone out. Now she's not touching the guy, she's not touching Borla, but every single time he's swatting her arm, get that out of my face. You're not allowed to do that. That's assault. You're not allowed to do that. You just aren't. And I can be somebody there with my iPhone and I want to put it over and the guy's in a public place, I'm allowed to do it. I don't have to claim that I'm, you know, the press. Anybody in America can be the press. Anybody in America can be a reporter. Anybody in America can be a journalist, and that's just the fact. You are protected by the First Amendment. This guy was assaulting her, basically, every time she put her arm up with the microphone. Borla, of course, doesn't say anything, but why would you? The guy's made billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of taxpayer dollars. Why would you answer any questions that might actually expose what this whole thing has been about? So, again, just wanted to go on the record. Um, for me, and I don't know the inner workings, and never worked for or with James O'Keefe. I've had him on the show plenty of times. We talk about his books and his journalism, and I think what he's done for the American people is very valuable. I don't like that there's some problem between him and the organization he founded. I think that's very, very strange. So I think that Biden sits down with CBS News, and he sits down, and for some reason, can't seem to answer a question with... An answer that makes any sense. He's being asked first and foremost about the documents. And I'm glad they went there. And she's not very hard with him, not hardballing a guy at all. But she asks all about the documents. You said just possessing classified documents is, you said, totally irresponsible. So what was totally irresponsible about the fact that you had some? What they've informed me not to speak to this issue to any way try to prejudice the investigation that's going on. Okay, so he's not going to answer the question at all. Whereas when Mar-a-Lago was raided, Trump said everything to the world in like a press release, and then he's talked about it nonstop. 
The guy has documents all over the place from who knows how long ago. They're classified. They're marked as classified, everything else. And the leader of the free world won't answer a direct question. And I guess when he says they say, I shouldn't make any comment. I guess he's talking about the White House counsel that Kareem Jean-Pierre keeps on telling us to go and talk to. Carrie, is that what you assume as well? Yes, because I automatically thought if he says I'm going to refer you to the White House counsel and not answer the question, I thought, oh, okay, here we go. But he kind of did, didn't he? Uh, well, he said, yeah. they say I can't make a comment. What was yeah, they? Yeah. So there you go. That's the first one. He does give you a little insight here. And what he says, I think it's in this soundbite. I'm like, really? I made voluntarily. No one's had to threaten to do anything. Voluntarily open every single aperture I have with house, offices, everything. For them to come and look and spend hours searching my home. Invited them. Nobody. And so, and the best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. But- what? First of all, he's mumbling and whispering. Then he starts a sentence and doesn't really complete it. And then, did he just admit that he's got classified documents as far back as 1974? 1974, as I do the math in my head, is 49 years ago. 50 years ago, Biden would have been would have been 30. He was elected to the Senate for the first time when he was 29. Carrie, did he just admit that he has classified documents from when he was 29? Well, I don't know. It sounds like it. Maybe. L- let's listen again. You might have to turn your radio off. I've got it cranked. I've got it really loud, but he's whispering, and he's starting a sentence, then he doesn't say anything, and then how he's turned it over, and, and there's stuff in there from 1974. What What is he talking about here? I made voluntarily no one's had to threaten to do anything voluntarily open every single aperture i have with house offices everything for them to come and look and spend hours searching my home invited them nobody and so and the best of my knowledge the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974 and stray papers there may be something else i don't know wow Uh, it appears to me that he just admitted to having stuff from 1974. I don't know. Yes? I don't know. I'm thinking this through because he calls them straight papers, but why then, if they were just straight papers in his garage, why would the FBI take just some straight papers? They have to be classified documents that they were looking for and taking. Yeah, he's just got straight Yes, papers. so, okay. Of course, we know there were like boxes just in the garage. We know that there's all sorts of stuff that was in his office. We know in the in the third place in the other uh, in the other home, there's there's more stuff. But his answer doesn't make any sense. And now again, the reporter doesn't push back very hard. Remember, a CBS reporter, Leslie Stahl, was pushing back really hard against then President Trump about Hunter Biden's laptop that it wasn't real. This is we can't verify that. And of course, it was verified. We knew that it was real. So his answer there literally just gave us more insight into the fact that he's maybe been collecting classified documents since 1974. Here's the next one. One of the things Republicans say is a priority for them is investigating your family, your son, Hunter, your brother, Jim. They talk about uh, uh, access that they say others have gotten because of you, because of your political success. How do you how do you plan to? To deal with that. The public's not going to pay attention to that. They, they want these guys to do something. If the only thing they can do is make up things about my family, it's not going to go very far. 
Okay, this I, I uh, let me correct myself. It's PBS. There's actually a, a logo on the screen. So it's PBS that's that's talking to him about this. And I don't know the ladies' name. I don't watch PBS. But um, first of all, he's whispering this entire interview. He's got this weird Joker-like smile on for no reason, and then he says, "They're just they have better things to do than make things up about my family." Now, nothing the Republicans have alleged about Biden has been made up. Nothing. Almost everything about Trump was made up for four years plus. But about Biden, this is all verified by his own son's laptop. That is his laptop. We know that. This is Biden trying to be the slickster that he's been since 1974. And it's not going to work. They've got him dead to rights. His answer doesn't make any sense. They should do something else. They should do something with the American people. Whatever. But he's mumbling through. They're making things up about his family, which clearly they are not. So your thoughts about this. First of all, do you now agree with me that they're they're shooting him up with something to go and do the State of the Union address? And here it is a couple of days later. He could barely stay awake. He looks like, Carrie, looks like he's going to fall asleep during the interview. Mm. Well, he's talking very low, uh, like you said, almost in a whisper. I don't know. And everything's slurred together. They're not in church or anything. Mm. They're just sitting in some, uh, I don't know what this places it looks like it's where he was yesterday in wisconsin after the crowds have left they have this interview but uh man this does not make it look any better for him in fact it looks even worse but we've got more sound bites coming up more video by the way you can see all this too if you want to see his face and want to see his expressions and all that crap just stop by joepags.com and click on watch now it's there's sort of a pulsing light around the around listen live or watch now where you can listen to it and high-quality audio, or you can watch it and see us actually do the show. Um, also, while you're at the website, JoePags.com, click on Watch. The word Watch, not Watch Now, Watch, because that'll take you right to Rumble. Directly to Rumble, um, the Devin Nunes interview from yesterday, almost 40,000 views right now in less than a day. So a lot of people are, are getting a lot out of that interview. Go and check that out. Other interviews are up there as well. Go and see all the parodies that we've done. JoePags.com is your one stop. I definitely want to hear from you on this. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks to Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. A Thursday edition, we've got uh, Tom Homan, the former acting director of ICE under Donald Trump. We're going to have him on about the issues at the border, the lies by the Biden administration, and much more. Uh, plus, we've also got campus reform on the program today. We've got uh, Joe Biden sitting down with somebody from PBS. And those of you who watch PBS probably know who this woman is. I mean, she's familiar to me. I just don't know her name. But uh, she's asking questions of Biden. He's whispering answers. He's giving half answers. And he kind of sort of said, check with the White House counsel on one of them. Um, now he's going to get into the divisiveness of the country. And he's pretending like we have to be less divisive um, and that we have to start reporting more positive news. I kid you not. Any, are you reporting any positive news? I'm not, I'm not meaning you personally, right. editorially. Right. So you turn on the television and everything's down. And so people understand we are down. I don't know what he's referring to other than, yes, everybody's down. We're all depressed because you're the president. I'm just going to be helpful. I mean, this is why it's happening. Are you reporting any positive news? 
Inflation is through the roof. The economy sucks. Wages are down. Real wages are down. Our standing in the world has been weakened. There is no southern border. It just doesn't exist anymore. What, what the positive, what's the positive news we should be uh, putting out there, Joe? Fill me in. What's the positive news? Just, just like to know. Because now he's, now he's sort of deflecting the negative, the negative uh, I don't know, feeling and atmosphere or climate in this country to the news and how they're reporting. Here it is again. And listen to him mumble. This is somebody who didn't get his Adderall today. And you, are you reporting any positive news? I'm not, I'm not mean you personally, right. editorially. Right. So you turn on the television and everything's down. And so people understand we are down. Yeah. Again, this is a lot how we felt under Jimmy Carter because he sucked too. Just not as bad as you. So yes, everything is down because of Joe Biden. So again, nothing on the documents. Then the documents are from 1974. And then... Something about the news being down, and that we should also check with the White House counsel. So, more in the vein of the atmosphere and climate that we're living in. Most Americans are of the view that uh, um, we've got this has gotten too mean. It's gotten too uh, too uh, personal. Gotten too divisive. I don't, uh, Carrie. Just journalistically, who is the guy that did? a speech at night with a very blood red background hmm. a few months ago um, and was calling half the country mega mega fighting against democracy. Who was, I can't remember who did that. Cause that I, would be the president. I'm sorry. You're saying Joe Biden did that. I am. What? Yes. So Joe Biden's complaining about the divisive, the divisiveness. He said divisiveness and how we're, we're too mean too mean in this country when he literally went after Is he half the about country. Both sides? Oh, okay. <laughs> he's I think he's acting like the Republicans are the mean ones, but I'm here to tell you mm. it was him who attacked everybody who's on the other side. Everybody. Because again, keep in mind a MAGA Republican is somebody who voted for Trump because Trump's slogan was make America great again. MAGA or MAGA, as Junior says. Uh, Don Don Trump Jr. calls it MAGA. Either way. He attacked everybody that voted for the guy he ran against in 2020. Every single person. And he's the one complaining about how divisive it is? Come on, dude. You're the divider in chief. Second only to Barack Obama. Dividing the country on gender, on religion, on skin tone, on race, on ethnicity, on sexual orientation, anything he can he has tried to divide this country on, and he's going to continue doing it. It just, it, it makes my face hurt. And, and again, here's a guy that bent over backwards to kiss China's ass, and then he, in the speech the other night, pretended like he's very tough on China. So your thoughts on, first of all, the mumbling, whispering, mumbling, can't hardly understand, incoherent, Joe Biden that we're getting, and, and I think it is Judy Woodruff is her name. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, your thoughts about how he's even trying to communicate what he's saying. Your thoughts on what he's actually saying, which isn't much. Your thoughts on how he's switching the, the, the roles here, pretending like he's the, the meek guy who isn't dividing anybody when he's been dividing everybody from day one. And when we come back, we'll, we'll hear from him talking about China. Joe Pags Show. JoePags.com. Keep it here. Joe Pags.